Hello, bonjour, ni hao, and salut. Welcome back to the Impact Around the World podcast. I'm Cassandra Pittman, edX Country Manager for the UK and Ireland, and host of the show. Joining me today is Martin Barbier. Before graduating from EDEC with a master's in management in 1988, he served as the president of the 20th course Cosier, EDEC. Did I pronounce that right, Martin? You did. Almost, almost. (laughs) (laughs) He then went on to have a 20-year career in consumer goods, including senior management roles with Kraft Foods, now Mondelez International, and e-health pioneer Medissimo. We're now fortunate enough to have him back in a leading role at EDEC, where he is Executive Director of EDEC Alumni. Welcome, Martin. How are you doing today? Thank you, Cassandra. I'm very happy to have this chat with you. Um, It's a pleasure uh, to join this program, EDEC Around the World, close to you. And I'm honored that uh, you chose also me to, um, to get involved. So thank you for that. Well, I think that you just have such a unique vision to offer and experience to offer because obviously, you know, you were an edX student, you were very involved and you were involved in what is still, I would say, probably our flagship student organization. I mean, we have many amazing student organizations, but our sailing club is really world-class. I mean, it's like running a business, you know, um, the budgets are huge, the, the results are amazing, um, and students have such a wonderful bonding experience with it as well. And then you went off to have really what is like the ideal slash typical EDEC career, living around the world, uh, working with global teams, and have now returned back to the school um, and, and, you know, are setting direction and strategy and activity for our global community of, of alumni around the world. And so I just really wanted to get your perspective as, as, a, as an alumnus yourself and also as, as, you know, the person helping to set the vision for, for the community and its future. Yes, it's like a, a, I've circled back to, to EDEC and uh, EDEC uh, was definitely... Uh, formatting uh, for me, uh, of course, uh, it's curriculum, but most obviously what happened with the course Croisière Edec, and I thought at the time it was big responsibilities, big budgets, big, uh, um, huge organization. But then I, when I came back to Edec, I went to the 50th um, edition. So 30 years later, I was kindly invited to uh, we were the different presidents of uh, uh, the number one edition, 10th, 20th, myself, 30th, 40th, and 50th. And we made a crew uh, all together to uh, participate to the final race, regatta of uh, the Conscience Eredec two years ago. And then I realized how far it had grown, it had grown, and how far, how big it had become, the impact. Uh, and uh, it's, it's absolutely mm-hmm. huge. So again, I thought it was due to the time, but now it's gone mm. even beyond. And it's fascinating to see how, how they've, uh, the students uh, every year have grown, uh, have grown it. But for sure, what happened then for me uh, at ADEC uh, influenced my life uh, somehow. Um, and for instance, when I joined Mondelez, uh, first of all, I, I, I wanted to travel the world just re- after that. So I did a world tour of uh, a year and a half. And then I joined uh, Kraft, which became Mondelez. 
and I joined in marketing about three years after marketing. I thought, I don't want to do marketing all my life. I want to live again what I had lived uh, at the Corsoire Deck with a team of people, with uh, something that was, uh, you know, bigger than us. Uh, mm. And uh, which with uh, with uh, this Corsoire uh, and the Regatta. And I wanted to uh, join teams, lead teams, and uh, and have a, a goal that was uh, uh, bigger. And uh, and then that's when I wanted to join sales. So I moved to marketing to sales, and that influenced my career within um, uh, within craft at the time because marketing was kind of the uh, uh, leading uh, path to general management and higher position in the organization. And sales was not at the time. But that was the right move. And then, I, yes, I did uh, live abroad in, uh, in the UK and uh, in London and in Chicago for uh, three years at, at uh, both times. And that was a fantastic experience. But um, yes, um, so I've circled back again to, um, to uh, EDEC uh, three years ago now, taking my role. But uh, actually, I was during 25 years, very far from EDEC. Um, I'm married. Uh, I got kids, I joined again that uh, craft uh, business and, uh, you know, there was no room uh, for a deck apart from some of my very, very best friends who are still my very, very best friends uh, today. And um, what happened is that uh, on the 25th anniversary of our uh, class, our promotion, um, uh, it was, uh, you know, the class uh, festivities Reunion. Class. Yeah, reunion. the reunion. Yes. Uh, in Lille, uh, in the new, uh, at the time, uh, very new campus, which was not the one I had made my studies in Lille. And we, and I thought, well, that, 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 that uh, school has grown up so much and it's moved on so much so far and so nicely. Uh, so I started to be a jury uh, member for, for oral competitive examinations and, uh, and then getting closer to, uh, people of, uh, uh, my class. And, um, and after that, after, uh, I joined that startup, maybe similar you mentioned, I didn't go far. I didn't spend six months in that startup and I was looking for a job. And, uh, during that time, I looked for a job for over a year, um, which is going to be a long time. But I felt that there was something for me and I didn't expect at all, um, that this would bring me back to a deck. Mm. So in this podcast series, we've been talking to alumni who are around the world. We've talked to alumni in um, California, in London, in China, in India, and you are our very first uh, alumnus um, that we're speaking to in France. I'm wondering if you can give our listeners who maybe are not in France just a little bit of a sense of what life has been like in COVID, and then also a little bit of insight into how the school has responded. Um, you know, I think people will be aware in the news of the unique challenges the higher education sector and universities are faced with um, with the pandemic. Um, and I think it would be helpful for our listeners just to get a little bit of a, of a perspective of what we've been doing on the ground there in France on campus. Yeah, I'll speak a little more about France, maybe, because actually every... Uh, European country has reacted in a different way. Uh, mm. You know, the first country that was hit was Italy, then Spain, then France came very quickly. Uh, and, and then the, uh, uh, the COVID spread in, uh, in all European countries. 
but the response was really country to country. Uh, and there was no such of, uh, as a European response to, um, to the disease. But if we focus on France, uh, on March 17th, actually, uh, a, a lockdown was, uh, was uh, announced by the uh, President Macron. And uh, that took over two months. So people had to stay uh, at home, uh, had to have the do the school for the kids at home. Uh, and sometimes, of course, in difficult situations where there was no room for that uh, and uh, had to work also from home. So there was a very difficult adjustment to all uh, the communities, but that, that sounds very familiar to most of the people around the world. I mean, the lockdown was, uh, was, was difficult adjustment. Um, uh, as far as I was concerned, actually, I called... COVID very early, uh, around that same period, um, and uh, my wife as well. But we were not too badly hit, apart from fevers and coughs and something like that, something like that. We didn't yeah, it's really good. Like yeah. that. So it was really, uh, like I would say, light. Um, uh, but we had friends, of course, or family more badly hit, but no, no uh, terrible things uh, in our close relationship community. Um, but it hit, of course, some people within the community, at Alema, in the Alema community. Um, and then we, uh, the country reopened, like, uh, early or mid-June. Uh, and then we started, you know, having possibilities to, to move around uh, again and come back to work and, to, and the kids could go back to school. Um, during the summer holiday, you know, the French uh, have roughly, uh, I would say, four weeks, which is uh, many people are jealous uh, uh, about. So those four weeks, uh, in average, took place very uh, high, in a high proportions in France rather than in foreign countries. So uh, uh, my wife is Portuguese, but she has family in, in, uh, in Spain. So usually we go to Spain. We didn't. Uh, and we chose like a region where... Uh, we were not uh, used to go to, which is Dordogne, which is famous for English-speaking people, many um, for, Eng uh, for English, and uh, which is a very nice region. But altogether, uh, the country was uh, yes uh, shuffled or shaken by by the COVID. And what happens right now with uh, again the the number of people who have the disease rising, people entering hospital and uh, rising again. Uh, and we talk about in the second wave, about drastic measures again, uh, starting early uh, Monday next week. Uh, and that's, they're not the same in every city or every region in France. It's, it's more like according to the local situation. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of uh, not frightening, I would say. Uh, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So we know that the sanitary situation has turned now to an economic uh, impact. But of course, that's going yeah. to be definitely impacting uh, people, of course, looking for a job, uh, but also uh, people who have jobs today and, uh, and who are in sectors that are uh, badly hit with the, uh, uh, with the economic situation, entertainment, uh, travel, of course, and, uh, and so on. And um, and there might be uh, in France we're, we're good at that uh, in the social impact of course uh, with a social turmoil around that. Um, so we are in the middle. We don't know where it's going to lead. 
Uh, May I just can I just stop you with the with the understatement of 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 the century in France? We're good at that. We're good at the, <laughs> the the social the social impact the social unrest about things. Yeah, yeah. I, in my brief time living in France, I remember a few train strikes. And an ambassador's day where we were stuck here yeah. <laughs> in Paris, we could go out because of the gilet jaune crisis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, can you provide some insight? into how you personally have managed your team through this crisis? Um, actually, we were, luckily enough, uh, kind of uh, um, acquainted with the fact of working remotely. Uh, so part of the team is in Paris, part of the team is Nice, part of the team is in Lille. And uh, I'm also working with you and other country managers uh, around uh, around the world. So uh, we're uh, we're familiar to to working uh, uh, remotely. And uh, but nevertheless, this time it was working remotely, but adding uh, an additional uh, dimension, which was working from home with your family members, with your uh, partner, with your kids, with. Uh, uh, were also impacted. And uh, so it was an adjustment, definitely. And I found yeah. it also in terms of management uh, more difficult uh, to, you know, to get the momentum, to uh, sometimes uh, give, give energy and trying to, 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 to make people move forward because you had to take into account all those, you know, unusual elements that were impacting everybody's life. So I found it uh, difficult, but altogether, uh, the team was amazing, and and uh, we really moved. Uh, uh, you know, at Edek and I, we, we have a lot of uh, uh, events that take place. That were really most of them, whether they take place uh, in France or internationally, were ninety five percent of them uh, physical. You know, meaning yeah. uh, in a working space. And, uh, yeah. and uh, we had to turn online. And that was done with an, what we called an alumni summer session that took place from 20th of June to 20th of September with uh, events uh, throughout. And we, that we centered that alumni summer session uh, on, uh, on working and the adjustments to uh, yeah, finding the work or um, getting on the market for the first time or, you, you know, moving in your career to a, a new position or changing jobs. Or, and, uh, and that was, we had more than 1,000 participants, single participants with uh, over 30 uh, sessions. So, and we also um, um, moved into more what we call caring, uh, in our three pillars, share, care, and dare. Uh, we were good at share uh, events, but then the caring was to take care about the people who were, most badly hit at the time or even tomorrow, um, especially the uh, young graduates who are going to look for a job. So we set up uh, uh, a job support uh, uh, program with both mentors and mentees. The mentees are definitely young graduates who are going to look for a job. And the mentors were alumni with the organization. And within two weeks, we had over 200 mentors who uh, entered the program. And throughout the three months, we had the program running before the summer. We had uh, over 250 
uh, pairs uh, that were made between mentees and mentors. And there it was really about, uh, you know, the, 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 the mentor helping the mentee, reassuring uh, the mentee about how to approach the job market, uh, asking questions about uh, what could be uh, the right fields to go in uh, and insights. Uh, and sometimes you had people within the mentors who had already lived uh, crisis like, like this one where they, when they themselves graduated, that was the time that was true in 1993, 2008. So those uh, mentors were, were also a very good advice to, to reassure and say, you know what, I've been through that same situation 10, 15 years ago, that was very difficult at the time, but now I've got great position, I've got great curriculum, great path. So don't worry, you know, it's going to be difficult to, to start with, but then mm. it's going to be fantastic and that won't impact career for, for, for your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think support like that is, is so important and that perspective is so important. I mean, I, I really try to, well, it doesn't, I mean, try to is probably not the right way to put it, but I have just so much empathy for this group of students who is graduating now or is in school this year, because when you're a little bit older, you know, I'm 40 now, so, you know, a little bit older, um, you forget how it feels to be just young and starting out. And, um, and you know, if you think a year ago, the economy was was growing worldwide. Um, you know, in in most places, the the prognosis was was very good. There was lots of reasons to be hopeful about your career and your career development. And it will be really scary for the a lot of those students um, who don't yet have job offers uh, facing this and have never lived through a crisis like this um, as professionals. So you know, we we know that this will pass. I mean, this is a un- unique crisis. None of us alive have lived through a global pandemic like this, but we've certainly lived through difficult economic times. And so I think that that perspective alone um, and that source of support and that show of empathy can be really powerful in times like this. Definitely. And the reaction of the um, anime community was very positive. And so we know that's not going to be just for a couple of months. It's going to last for a long time. We know that September, December will be a difficult time, but also starting in January again um, mm. for those um, young graduates. And we're not only talking about people who have graduated in 2020, but even uh, um, graduates who have uh, uh, graduated about one, two, two, three years ago. It's going, to, it's going to be difficult. And even if people or you know, everybody who have been working with the civil sometime, some experience, and will be hit by the economic situation themselves or their company and, uh, and will have to shift uh, positions or shift uh, uh, jobs and sometimes uh, be looking for one. So uh, we've re- we decided to, of course, uh, do a season two of that uh, uh, job, you know, job hunting, job support uh, program that we launched in, uh, in, uh, in June until the uh, and until the end of July or May until the end of July. So we're going to do season two and we're launching it as we speak from September to December. And we'll do season three, you know, already from January to uh, April at least. And we'll, we'll see uh, moving on and we'll support uh, all those uh, young graduates as, uh, as long as it is needed. And uh, I've seen how it worked and, and the uh, enthusiasm uh, of, uh, of all the alumni who graduates who got involved into the program to to give help. It's it was fascinating, and we've just asked 
uh, all the ones that participated, are you ready to do season two? And uh, I don't have exactly the results yet, but I've got many people who say, of course I am going to mm. join. And of course I want to support and I, I'm hoping to be in a position to help, help other students. So it's, it's uh, feel, feel really um, free all students to join and, uh, and get support. And that's not only uh, for French students, it's uh, for all students from everywhere uh, in the world uh, who are uh, young edit writers. Okay, then my last question. Sure. So as we look forward, and I think in these times, um, it's almost harder to look too far into the future because it's it's true that we're in a bit of a crisis mode, right? And when you're in crisis, you have to you have to solve the problem in front of you before you can spend that much energy and that much time, you know, thinking too far in the future. But to the extent that we can think about the future, what would be your greatest hope or your greatest vision? for the EDEC alumni community, let's say in 20 years from now? My dream is that um, people realize uh, very uh, during the student life that that network, that community is just there at their fingertips. And, um, and then when they leave school, the students leave school, then they... Um, and when they have time, and there is no answer to when it is, uh, it's really according to any kind of people. They just join that community, they take whatever they want from it, and they bring to it. But that can happen not in 20 years, that can happen now uh, already. Now, so that way, uh, we raise the, the percentage of people who actually get involved either to take again from that community, to take something that gives them added value, but also to bring some, uh, some value to that community as well, whether it's as a jury, whether it's a donator or donor, whether it's uh, as a member, as an ambassador locally, whether it's as a speaker uh, for an alumni event or in front of students, uh, uh, whether it's a mentor uh, role and, uh, and so on. There are so many options uh, uh, to get involved. Today, we roughly have 14 to 15% uh, of our overall community of 46,000 uh, students and graduates who are involved within the community. Uh, we can bring that level to, in 20 years, I would say 30% would be a dream. You can't imagine to have 100% of people uh, mm. involved around edX. We all have other responsibilities and stuff, but nevertheless, uh, at least, you know, helping someone, don donating, uh, um, just uh, participating to an event or, or, or even mention edX in a, uh, when you do a, a podcast or, or a, <laughs> a press interview and say, you know what, well, I graduated from edX and I'm proud of it. Uh, you know, getting more pride uh, of what HEDEC has become. And uh, I really feel extremely confident with the direction HEDEC has taken and is right now taking Move It Forward for 2025. And that's only five years from now, but uh, it will still be true uh, in, 2000, uh, in 2040. Uh, it's going to be one of the leading uh business school or schools, because it's not necessarily be only business in the future um, uh, in the world uh, within 20 years. 
And my dream is that uh, um, it has even more impact on our society. It has impact on bringing future leaders in positions where they can have both uh, an impact socially and, and environmentally. I didn't say it right, but environmentally. environmentally. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and in you know, taking the right decisions in businesses, taking the right decisions in associations where they work, taking the right decisions in their also uh, uh, own private networks so that, uh, yes, we make this place a better world. And I'm really sure that our community has, can have uh, um, a strong influence uh, and impact uh, on this. So, yes, that's maybe my dream for the next 20 years. Amazing. Martin, thank you so much for joining us today. If people want to learn more about the EDEC alumni community or indeed about you, where should they go? What should be their first stop? Um, they, uh, they can, uh, of course, join me through LinkedIn, Martin Barbier, B-A-R-B-I-E-R. Uh, and uh, of course, they can get on our website, which is alumni.edu. And that's our EDEC alumni website where they can get a lot of information and also they can get all the contacts uh, within um, within the operational team um, I'm, I'm running and it's a fantastic team. So we'll be very happy uh, to answer your questions, to find ways you can get involved if you wish to if you wish to, and uh, also uh, let you know more about what we're doing uh, uh, to make this community thrive. Amazing. Merci beaucoup. Merci, Cassandra. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you so much. The pleasure's on mine. Thank you. Impact Around the World is an initiative of the pioneering EDEC delegations team and EDEC alumni. A huge thank you to my fellow country managers, Patricia in California, Cece in China, Nilesh in India, and Joyce in Singapore for helping to make these interviews happen. We're committed to building a community beyond the classroom for you, our 46,000 alumni in over 125 countries. Follow us on Twitter at at edecalumni or visit the alumni website at alumni.edec.edu to find out more about how you can connect with the edec community close to you and around the world. Thanks for listening. <laughs>